Hello, welcome to the first ever episode of the Skip It podcast. This is a podcast about Skippy. I'm John, and there's Lee. Hello. And Ashwin. Hi, guys. And we don't know anything. We are pretty much just going into this podcast as blind as can be, apart from watching the episodes and obviously doing a little bit of research in what was going on in them. I like your sweeping statement that we don't know anything. (laughs) We don't know anything about Skippy. It's just we don't know anything. No, No, that's correct. (laughs) Fair assessment. Fair assessment. I'm covering all bases here. Let's just, uh, you know, brief overview. The show was created in 1968, went for three seasons 91 episodes ended in 1970 and it did have a movie in there a tv movie and we're going to talk about these shows each episode will be uh reviewing deep diving and going into each part of all the scenes and what stands out to us basically and we're going into this as lovers of skippy and uh we you know what everyone to enjoy this great australian iconic tv show Um, international tv international tv show that sort of put a lot of australian tv onto on the map uh internationally anyway and then also uh just go into a bit of some of the trivia hopefully over each episode what about john the countries that this aired in because it wasn't like you you mentioned you're testing me again i know i know i I have i have some insight no i did read briefly but i didn't take any notes so you'll have to fill me in there yeah so i mean it was translated into multiple languages it was broadcast in dozens of countries it was in all the commonwealth countries it was also in the u.s you know you mentioned the the three seasons slightly different from today where the seasons british seasons maybe six episodes a season u.s tends to be you know, traditional TV was 22, 23, obviously Netflix and streaming makes that around 10. But these seasons, seasons one and two, were 39 episodes each. And then season three, a bit of an abridged modern day season of 13 episodes. Yeah, so a lot to get through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just going into more trivia, just before, just so we, we cover the basics, um, it was filmed in the Waratah National Park, Duffy Forest near Sydney. Um, there was... Now there was nine or eight kangaroos used for Skippy. Oh, um, that's um, that's a real bad reflection on us, isn't it? That we all thought they were the same kangaroo. Like, uh, yeah. Yes. Like, well, that's the thing. They uh, well, uh, they do specious. look pretty similar. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're all grey. That's, um, that's a good point uh, for those who didn't know. Skippy, the bush kangaroo, it's an eastern grey kangaroo. They actually get yeah. pretty big. I didn't realize yes. how big they got because the Skippy in the show was a cute. It's a girl. girl. It's a it's a yeah. It's a females, and they're not. They don't get as big as the males, and yeah. But um, but still, like, and as we'll see, Skippy is not to be messed with at all. Um, and also, I just wanted to go into um, one of the main producers was John McCallum. Just a trivia, and um, he and then also there was a Lee Robinson who was a producer, and he produced Walk in Hell and Barrier Reef. I do know Barrier Reef. I'm not sure about Walking Hell. Um, Australian classic. Yeah, Australian TV shows. Um, And then I also wanted to sort of, before we get into the episode, just go into the, you know, American equivalent Flipper. Flipper came out in 1963. There was a film. And then the TV series came out this following year. Now, Flipper had some similarities with Skippy. They had a park ranger, a marine park ranger, 
and his two sons living in a marine park, no mother to be seen, and basically a pet dolphin that helped them in adventures. And then basically you have Skippy, you have a park ranger with two sons, no mum, and a kangaroo. So I just thought that yeah. was funny. That's <laughs> I, I, I didn't realise like... how much of a rip-off. That's what I thought. No. Um, <laughs> but I think they should have treated it like the Marvel and DC universe, where occasionally Flipper could have made an entrance into Skippy's world. Like if there was an issue, Skippy well, couldn't solve. Well, this is another thing we can go into, like, you know, the whole Skippy versus Flipper, you know, uh, thing. Uh, <laughs> Who would win in a fight between the, war, the dolphin um, and the kangaroo? The war between them. Um, and then I also wanted to say, because... Just to sort of, I don't know why I looked this up, but I just thought it was interesting because this first episode we're watching, it's called Poachers. It was the first episode, but their pilot, there was a pilot that's actually integrated into the series later, um, which we'll get to. But the first episode about Poachers, there's only two episodes about poaching in Skippy in the whole series. And then there's like five stories about poaching in Flipper. So I thought that was interesting. Like, it's interesting. I mean, you probably don't want to piss off the local mafia who are involved in poaching. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but I just thought that there. But then also Flipper was, you know, in Florida and, and a water thing. So there's a lot of people fishing and getting stuff, whereas the bush is not as, like, you know, you, you're not eating as much stuff out of there, I guess. I'll tell you something I learned yep. while we were researching this, because we should point out, I mean, we said we're a lover of Skippy. I think we're a lover of just the... Icon, like the fact that it's an icon, but I'd never yeah. actually seen Skippy. Obviously, where you know it was, it was yeah. I, I probably had the decades. most experience, I guess. And yeah, yes. I and I, it's still been a long time since I've watched these episodes. So I'll tell you what I did know, though. Let me just give you a couple of bars okay, of it. Skippy, 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 <laughs> well, the bush kangaroo. I didn't realize though how British they because if you watch these actors, they're very Australian. It's that real sixties Australian where they're really like talking with a real Aussie mm, mm, accent. Mm, mm, Come on, mate, get out, get on it, cobra. Whereas the song it was very British because it was Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. Well, when I looked it up. It was an English-born musician and band leader named Eric Jupp who actually did the song. Well, so I don't, like, there you go. Yeah, I, I never heard an Australian accent in music until Casey Chambers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like that song is uh, something that everyone remembers. Like, um, yeah, that's you know when you hear that something there's a kangaroo coming to the rescue. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we were talking about this off camera, off audio, off mic earlier, um, that because I grew up in New Zealand, so Skippy was like you said, Lee, in the zeitgeist, and but I've never seen an episode. And our national animal, the kiwi, is totally incapable of <laughs> rescuing anyone. In fact, mm. runs in fear from geckos and the tiniest of threats. Maybe, so maybe it could just like trip up criminals and poachers <laughs> yeah and just get in the way just get in the way and make things yeah. inconvenient um, yeah or maybe slowly spread like some sort of foot disease or something over a long yes yes um so shall we so we set the scene so this right, is season yeah, one let's go for it. episode is... one there are 20 it's 23 minutes aired on channel nine mondays nights back in the six, late 60s to the 70 episode one the poachers what happened at the start johnny okay so let's yeah let's set the scene poachers Written by uh, Michael Wright, story by Lee Robinson. The the main characters. Let's get into it. Um, we've got Ed Devereaux as Matt Hammond, um, the head ranger of Roratar National Park. Gary Panker, sorry, as Sonny Hammond. Um, Matt 
that's younger yeah, so son. They're the, they're the father and son, yeah. They're the father and son. And then we've got the other son, elder son, Ken James, Mark Hammond. Now, I don't know if you know Ken James. He's a, he became a celebrity chef and he was on like Good Morning Australia and all that sort oh. of stuff. When you see him, you'd probably go, oh, yeah. Um, and then Tony Bonner as Jerry King, the flight ranger. Um, Captain Action, as we'll see. They're the four main characters. And you've probably got this as well, Johnny, on your notes, but um, Ed Devereaux, the interesting thing is, is that he went to England for a while and he yes. appeared in appeared in several carry-on films, really famous. Yeah, I read that. Films. That's really funny. Um, yeah, so I've got I've got four of them for those who are really a stickler for detail. Carry-on Sergeant, we'll, Carry-on Nurse, we'll, Carry-on Regardless. We'll have to watch them after. <laughs> carry-on Jack. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and um, it said he was like a – he like did um, – directing and script writing too so he was yes. pretty all over the the thing so something um, dark though something dark to share about Sonny is that gary pankhurst left acting pretty quickly after skippy he went to hotel restaurant management but yeah. later he started a career in meat export to malaysia which included kangaroo meat oh, i did read Sunny. that he referred to that situation as Sonny's Revenge. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, very dark. Yes. That's, that's why he was trying to tell that kangaroo to go to bed. Like, he didn't even like Skippy. <laughs> he, I hated that kangaroo every he actually single would day. Jump in the pot. Jump in the <laughs> pot. And then we've got the other characters, the poachers that will come up later. And obviously yeah. Skippy. So um, we start off with uh, We're in the Bush. And um, Skippy's sort of hopping about at night. It's uh, dark. And um, he noticed some stuff. And then, like, we both all agree that there's a baby crying in the background there. The sound effect. <laughs> there's a sound it's meant effect. Meant to be animals. Yeah, there's meant to be animals, I think. And the Foley artist was like, that sounds close enough. But then I had this theory because later in the episode, we see baby koalas. And I was thinking, oh. maybe it's supposed to be like an, a sound engineer or a Foley guy going, Maybe baby koalas sound like because later on, I'm sure one of the koalas sounds like a chimp. So... I feel like whoever was doing the foley on this didn't know what anything sounded like because kangaroos <laughs> no, also kangaroos don't do yeah, that I either, know. and yet and that's what that's how he communicates. They obviously yeah. just got all these uh, sound effects imported over from the UK and then just used them from the BBC. Um, or and so so basically, Skippy's um, skipping about looking. And he sees some torch, there's some torch lights and some stuff going on in the bush. And as the torch shines on him, he quickly ducks out of the way. <laughs> but it does look like he's being pulled. <laughs> yanked. Yanked out of the way. Is that why nine kangaroos were involved in the making of this? <laughs> I have a feeling. Well, they had to the, foley artist, the foley artist had to cancel the... As his <laughs> neck was broken as he was pulled. So look, we don't know that. I'm no, sure it no. was a... I bet it was a crying baby because it just seems the first kangaroo's <laughs> neck broken. Yeah, I know. Um, these people said, so basically, Skip sees this. He uh, goes off and he goes and warns Sonny. And Sonny's asleep uh, in, the, in the, you know, in the ranger cabin where they're living in the bush in the national park and scratches on the door and Sonny goes, go to sleep, Skip. Skip now, can I just about say, that? that's quite yeah. an irresponsible thing to say. Like, this is the kangaroo who doesn't just turn up for no reason. He turns I know, he is telling you down. something every time. Sonny goes, go away, go to sleep, and then cut to uh, in the morning. Matt and Mark, so basically the dad and the eldest son, they're travelling around on a boat, uh, obviously on the edge of the National Park, whether there's a lake or a... I haven't actually looked it up on Google. It looks like so, a river. Yeah, I think it was a river, maybe, or a bay. 
And so mm. they come across these guys uh, fishing, fishing, uh, and basically they um, ask him if they've catched anything. He's like, uh, no, no. And then they go off and say, oh, those silly. They're in the wrong spot and they've got cages and poles. <laughs> and... But they do nothing else. That's what I couldn't believe. <laughs> that These two, they literally say, oh, what are they doing? Oh, we're just fishing. Oh. Those whackers, the yeah, no, wrong gear they, in the wrong place. They've, they've got the stuff to get koalas. What's yeah, the I'm like the dad's army of border force. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they sort of go off like thinking how silly they are. And then, so after that, after they meet these dodgy guys, that's Eric Raymond is repping. They've all got names. John Armstrong is Baker and William Cox is Brule. I don't think they refer to them by name, so I have no idea who no. each of these ones no. are. So after this, Skip meets uh, a baby koala and then fully carries it. I don't know how. It's just really bad cutting because you don't see him pick it up. He carries it back to Sonny <laughs> in a like a sick bay that's along the side of a road. It's really weird. Um, yeah. That's not the weird part, though. The weird part is that a koala comes up to Skippy yeah. to tell him that his folks have been kidnapped. Yes. That's the switch sound, which, as we established, can yeah. really make. They're obviously... He's alerting him, but it seems like he can understand him. Not clear mm. to what extent, but he... Yeah, they're having a chat. So he's like, I got to take... Your mum's been taken. I got to take you to Sunny. Do you reckon then... Skippy was an earlier version of Medium? Which came... <laughs> well, he's not Maybe. dead. Maybe. The koala's like an not dead. Psychic. No, he's an animal psychic, so he hears yeah. the animals um, well that... yes. <laughs> But he can't tell people. Because <laughs> no. he's a kangaroo. She's a kangaroo. Um, so basically, um, and what's really weird about this, Sonny's like feeding, got a possum, a uh, ringtail possum on his shoulder, and then feeding like a, uh, I think a blue tongue. But I think he's like feeding him milk or something. Um <laughs> I don't know. He's got like a little injector syringe. And um, so he's sort of like this blizzard squirming and he puts it up and then he sees Skip and then he puts the possum down right next to the lizard on the table, which I didn't think was safe. And then the, and then he... the milk thing is interesting because I'm pretty sure that Skip maybe it's that medicine. Because lizards, lizards don't have nipples. I've never seen, <laughs> never seen lizards. No, they don't. I've never turned a lizard upside down. Is that true? <laughs> no, well, no. I can confirm they don't have nipples. But no, I'll, I'll say that it could have been medicine. medicine. It just it was looked a sick white and yeah. it just was funny. I thought that it looked like milk. And then so basically he gets the koala off him and he sort of, the koala's like squirming about trying to like get onto Sunny, but he's like, where'd you get this from? And then gets the koala and then takes it to the table. Then he sees his dad coming down the road on in the car and then puts the koala on the table with the possum and the lizard, which, again, I didn't think was the smartest idea. And you should see the animals. They're just like, what the hell are we supposed to be doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> this isn't what... This, we're not supposed to be on a table altogether. No, but in this world, it's basically a Disney cartoon because the animals yeah. can all communicate with each other. So yeah, they're, they're all friends. Yeah. They're all yes. friends. But on See, Matt, though, I know you, yeah. you're just getting to where Matt basically says to Comes Sonny, up. Yeah. yeah, and says, um, keep an eye on the forest while he's away. Mm. Trusting his 10-year-old to look after the I know, he doesn't forest. even go to Mark, like the eldest son. It's <laughs> really weird. The... <laughs> yeah. But I like that. Like, to kids today aren't even allowed a smartphone without parental permission. <laughs> yeah, and we'll get... look after entire national forests. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, the way he just, like, oh, uh, yeah, I know. Like, Sonny is... Very independent little kid. So, uh, but yeah, basically uh, he comes up to uh, Sonny and says, um, 
yep, I've got to go away and um, I'll see you in a couple of days and you look after the forest. And then he, um, he leaves his, I'm assuming that sick bay was outside the house. I'm assuming all that was out the side of the house. Cause he doesn't get back in the car. He just walks off. Like <laughs> yeah. he's just going to catch a bus maybe. <laughs> um, and so he goes away and then that's the thing. Like you don't see the dad again. Like he's gone the whole episode pretty until much. Until the end. Yeah. Yeah. Until right at the end. Because he was really necessary for a future punch up, which we'll get to at the end of the episode. Well, yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Was... Year old. I know. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't get Sonny in there. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, so, uh, so basically uh, he goes away and then cut again. Uh, next, next scene, Skip is in the bush at night again. He sees torches and the same thing again that he saw. I'm pretty sure the baby cries again. I'm not <laughs> yes. sure. Yeah, um, because this was 20 years before Lindy Chamberlain, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, well before, well before, well um, before. Well, that's the thing. There's, there's people just leaving babies in bushes all over the country. I was going to say, though, any animal. Evidence. I mean, a dingo yeah. carrying away a baby, that's awful in its jaws. But a kangaroo could probably get it away with it because he just stuffs it in his pouch. Well, that's the thing. And, well, yeah, and I want to get to the practicality of that. Um, just before you, you get to the next step, can I just mention yeah. one thing I noticed? Yeah, yeah, as, well, yeah, yeah. as we're building fear, I noticed that in the 60s, if you want to build fear, you make liberal use of a clarinet. Oh, and yes. I, I, and we don't do that anymore. We're all about the strings now. <laughs> So what happened, and is that why we had a generation of people who used to hate the clarinet, hate the recorder? I think the so. Because it was so sinister. Like it was, it was, so it was danger. Yeah. yeah, it was like, doo-doo, you know, yeah. like, yeah. And there's a lot of that during the night scenes what we're about to get to, too. There's a bit of clarinet in the bush, like, and, it'll, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it builds tension. Yeah, it was um, the golden age of the clarinet. <laughs> yes, it was. All those clarinet uh, players... We're making millions. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they're basically, they're, they're back again, stealing koalas. Skip goes into the house and the door is open. Like it's sort of, you would think he would have the door closed when his dad's away and, the co- you know, open when his dad's there. Well, yeah, just get the a kangaroo door like every other pet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what? That, that actually was where I was going to go as well with that is that this is why, because of this, like kangaroos everywhere coming into the house, this is why. So many foreigners think that Australia is just kangaroos jumping around a lot yes, of place. Yes, yes, yeah, it is, and it's all because uh, of Skippy. Yeah, pretty much. Like, because we all think we live in the bush in a house where it just if you leave the door open, kangaroos come in. And <laughs> yeah, warn you about poachers. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, not the poachers again. So Sonny talks to Skip, and for all for some reason, he understands that he has to go with him, which yeah. is always one of those inexplicable things where. If you ever come up with a dog, do you ever lot like let a dog lead you, like a random dog on the street? <laughs> like, if if I thought like... it was leading me to danger, I'd be like, "Son of a bitch!" No, no, yeah. but I mean, normally you're like you're lost. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to find, you know, but you know, but it could be like, mur, mur, like, but you don't immediately go, "What? Someone's fallen over. Someone's down a well." Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Well, that's the interesting thing, right? So Skippy tells, at, at, you could interpret that at that point that Skippy is just letting. It's a distressed animal and is letting Sonny know something's up. Yes, Follow yes, me, exactly. Up. Yeah, exactly. That's how it which could is, have been. But, which is totally fair enough and real. Yeah. But when Jerry gets called in to help because uh, Skippy is apparently saw flashing lights, this indicates that, that Sonny didn't actually just 
follow a distress sound. Skippy was literally talking to him because he communicated. I've yeah. seen flashing lights. That's yeah. a very specific and thing. And I think yeah. um, I think uh, we might find out, like later episodes will obviously the relationship and the communication between Skippy and Sonny will be hopefully elaborated on and maybe um <laughs> i doubt it but so basically sunny stores talks to him and they go out to the bush and see the poachers again and the baby crying again that bloody baby um can i just double check were there a lot of magic mushrooms in this <laughs> maybe like and then okay and then yeah so basically we cut to next day um and jerry comes in a chopper and meets mark and sunny and they immediately tell him what's going on and he immediately says to them, you should have told me. Yeah. And it's like, you just got here. Yeah, he seems very stroppy in that scene. <laughs> yes, I don't yeah. Well, actually, I think I, I thought that he was actually being logical because they said, oh, we saw these dodgy guys on the boat. And then he was like, well, you should have told uh, me. Oh, yeah, okay. Like, yeah. Why, are you, why are you telling me now? Yeah. You should yep. have told me back when you were making fun of them for being bad but fishermen. But then, okay. was he around the whole time? Anyway, <laughs> like, now this is the thing. I'm assuming he would um, live like in that cabin because you know no one else is around. Like they've got to have somewhere to stay, and it's not like he would go from a town. Anyway, let's not get into that. Jerry comes to the chopper, and he goes in, and then tells them they should have told him. And then they go out and scope out scope out the boat. So Jerry, Mark, the eldest brother, and Sonny, and I think Skippy. Um, all go out um, to the to the shore to check out the boat with the dudes in it. Yeah, so the boat's floating, and um, I actually was a bit surprised everyone was wearing long trousers because I thought this is Australia. Why are they not wearing shorts? Yeah, now, everyone had long trousers in, and when they're they jumped... modest. Yeah, I think very the modest. Country, there's a modesty about it. Like you go to the there's... country, flannel shirts and pants. There's still yeah. formality there, maybe from the fifties. You know, coming yeah. coming across. You know. Like, we still have that when I go to, to India. If we wear shorts, it's seen as a childlike thing. Only kids wear shorts. Mm. Grown-ups wear pants and sh- collared shirts. And maybe that's yes. how it Yeah. Well, you look at, like, some of the shorts in the 70s, um, and, you know, they're basically mini skirts for most Australian <laughs> blokes. Like, yeah. Um, Oh, the Australian, yeah. the male shorts are basically G-strings. Like, and they would wear them on construction sites. So it's like, not. it wasn't yeah. like a, a feminine thing. It was like, you know, dudes were like, you know, totally comfortable in these small shorts. Yeah. And hence we got a character for the village people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, construction worker. Um, yeah. So uh, let's get back to Skippy. Um, yeah. So basically they do a bit of, um, I don't know, like SAS recon. sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Recon. And Jerry swims out to the boat, uh, takes off his shirt, of course, and, um, and basically... Uh, the men are drinking tinnies, smoking cigarettes, and, and they're littering. Talk- they chuck and, oh, in yeah, the he chucks a tinner in the water in a national frigging park. Ah, villains. And then listens to the men talk about catching koalas. Yeah, it was good yeah. timing. Jerry caught the entire plan. <laughs> <laughs> that moment, the entire plan was being yeah, discussed. Out of the whole day. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. just happened to get there at the perfect time. Because <laughs> yeah, um, if you watch Big Brother, it's like 23 and a half hours of just talking about what you're going to have for dinner that night. or to get five minutes time of usable sex. footage. Yeah. Yeah. So you're very convenient. The reaction it's... though, when he gets back and communicates with the others that, hey, they're Look, that was a really point. interesting conversation. Hey, yes. tell me, is this true, Johnny? Because yeah. I, I, I meant to research this. When yeah. they say that they're, they're poaching koalas, they yeah. freak out. They're like, they can't do that. Yes. And, yeah. and, and Jerry says, 
koalas are nearly extinct. And I thought, yes. is that true? Um, I think they basically have been nearly extinct for a long time because they used to hunt them for their skins. Oh, so yeah. they used to be a fur trade. And so I think like all of that stuff was recovering from like that time. And so they were pretty much, and I don't know when, I think it was like obviously some endangered species act after Federation, but I'm pretty sure everything in Australia is protected. Every animal is protected they under law. Be. Yeah, uh, every native animal. Koalas, I think, back then were probably close to it because, as I said, like, I think they were probably still recovering from a lot of the colonialization, uh, you know, stuff. So, you know, I think that was probably true. And But I just thought how it's like it, everything they say there is exactly true now. Yeah. yeah. But if koalas and protection go so widely together, why is there such widespread chlamydia? within the community well, well not, not, they haven't taught them sexual protection yet well oh, this is okay. the thing and well, well a lot of more important koalas can overpopulate and um and that's where they get the full-on chlamydia where they're basically all interacting and there's not much uh um space for them and yeah. so i think that's where that and I sort of see it as it must be some sort of natural thing to sort of cull the numbers down to sort of yeah. you know cycle to sort of uh, stop them from overpopulating. But yeah, so all the koalas are still endangered. I think they've been endangered the whole time, like yeah. for, for like it's the last hundred years. Well, I noticed that they did cut out the scenes where Skippy disinfected her hands after picking up the koala. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew. Um, <laughs> He's responsible. Yeah. Okay, so Jerry listen, overhears this conversation. He swims back to the shore, tells the uh, Mark and Sonny what the deal is, and they're stealing koalas, and and then they... that, is, that is good information. Like in terms yeah. of writing, we're making fun of it, but it, it sets this, like an important stake there. Like oh look, like, yeah, and I well yeah, I wanted to say because like basically you know they've made out made these poachers as like polluters, uh, louts, you know, guys that are, just don't care, and so. Yeah, I think there's some good lessons there. They're trying to sort of make make and like I thought that maybe also this is also one of those things where you know how like protection of animals and like that sort of stuff is sort of pretty ingrained, especially like quarantining and all that sort of stuff for mm. Queens for so like Australia and all the like states and stuff. Um, I think that's sort of where it might come from in like the respective like there was definitely a big ob obvious emphasis back then. Yeah. on making these, uh, you know, statements about protecting the environment or protecting yeah. the natural environment. And because of the immigration policy at the time, they couldn't even make the three bad guys persons of colour. No, <laughs> no. Which I found yeah. quite appropriate as a person yes. of colour. They're all, yeah, they're all, uh, yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't any, uh, yeah, they were all just white. One of the guys sort of sounded Dutch or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true. Mediterranean. Um, yeah, or some, maybe. I thought with the 60s, though, they would have made them Russian. They were Cold War. They're selling koalas to Stalin. First, we feed them the vodka. I don't know what I want to that just became. I was going to say, there's no way that those 14 year old kids would have beaten Ivan Drago in a punch up in the river. Yeah. No. Maybe the kangaroo, though. Boxing kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah. Squalas do know how to choke people, right? I've seen a koala choke another koala unconscious. It's a strange power they have. So we're getting up to the third act, basically. Uh, so Jerry tells them that they're coming ashore that night. So they wait that wait until the guys come back ashore. And oh yeah, and they say they're selling him to somebody. Mm. So you know, yes. 
keep that in mind. Um, uh, they wait till night, um, and then the poachers uh, have the cages and a pole. And this is the thing, like, we learned how to poach yeah. koalas, was, I which I found that. really disturbing. I was going to say, Ooh. like, that electroshock, like, the zap, yeah. basically zapping them out of a tree so that they fall into a net to be caged. And I was thinking, mm. how did they do that back then? Like, I would hope they didn't actually shock the koala. In the TV show. <laughs> well, they really look like they I, I, like, I, to look, create I, that realistic. I have a feeling that was the way probably that they actually collect koalas scientifically, maybe. Oh, then, I don't know. I just sort of was, but then like, but then like that, it was absolutely horrible. And so we'll explain it to people. Yeah. Um, and so basically they have a pole. Uh, with like a little electric uh, coil on the end and that's hooked up to a little uh, battery or whatever on the guy. And so one of the guy, they have a net that's underneath the pole and then they uh, put the electric pole up and shock the koala and then it falls into the net and then they put it straight into a cage. So basically they shock it. So it can't like, I'm not sure if it like knocks it out. I'm assuming it just shocks it off the, Brand. Yeah, it's and, interesting. And one thing like... people one thing people don't actually know is electrolysis is actually quite good for you. And those koalas ended up with fabulous Brazilians. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's the other thing. That's the other beneficial thing. Um, yeah. So I thought it was really like, wow. It was oh, shocking it's... to see, though. I was like, oh <laughs> it was god. Nice. It was really just they just collapsed out of the tree into the yeah. net. And like and yet yeah, whether they actually did that for real, I don't know. Because as I said, I have a feeling that might have been the best method for them to ba- get, collect koalas in the sixties. Well, how uh, else could you go to koala you can't train a koala to play Well no, this is the thing and I was thinking like maybe that's what like they actually use like scientists when they're like but then you just capture one in a trap and come back. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Why don't you just like get that prod, stick headphones on the koala's ears, and play the theme song for Skippy the Cat? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they'll be like, I hate Skippy. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. so, so they, they kidnap a bunch of them, and then uh... yeah, they so they just going through getting all these koalas and Jerry and um, uh, Mark and Sonny are sort of like hanging out, just watching them. Jerry and Mark go and steal the boat. First they jump in and because the, the, the dinghy Do they has, get the dinghy? Yeah. They, they move the dinghy around some river reeds. So yeah, they, they, they hide the that. Has, yeah, they hide that. And then they swim out to the boat. Yes. And climb they... onto the poacher's ma- Sonny swims out. That's right. Yeah, Sonny gets into it boat. and says, wait here, Skip. Yeah. And good thing wait, Skip waited there. And so... Um, yeah, yeah. So basically, they take that boat around the bend too. Gives them a chance to actually release the koalas. And then, yeah, and then they release all the koalas. And then, like, that's where I'm pretty sure when they're taking the koalas that are on the boat already, I'd like to know where they were hiding the boat, the the koalas, when they first, like, when Matt and them first saw them. First saw them like, yeah. yeah I don't, um, maybe they hadn't started yet. They just no, around. no, maybe they just started. And so yeah. basically, um, yeah, well, the, and then that's where that? I heard one of the ba- the koalas sound like a chimp. It was like, like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, and so while they were moving these koalas like on the boat to a, around the reeds, hiding them, the the poachers are still actually kidnapping more koalas. At yeah, the same time. they're going nuts. And that was and that was when Skippy had been pushed far enough. <laughs> yeah. And, did you, did oh, you see? Uh, did you see the rage? 
in that kangaroo's eyes. You know, you know what I like? It was a quiet rage. He yes. wasn't making a noise. He was eyeballing this guy and like a ninja leapt yeah. through the yeah. air. A ninja kicked him. Kicks him the in the best, face. But the best part is, not only did he do that, he screams, yeah! <laughs> that was when I was like, oh, okay, so Skippy isn't just a regular kangaroo who can no. understand no. And, and that's why I like that He's they spy. use Eastern, yeah, Eastern grey kangaroos or whatever they're called, not red kangaroos, because you see those yes. YouTube videos with giant muscled up, steroided yes. up red kangaroos. <laughs> but this is a little, this is like a Bruce Lee-sized kangaroo. Yes. Yes. It was just, so I mean, it just... Warms the heart of beta males and beta females everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> remember, it's it's a yeah. she. Cause, she, sorry, yeah, you're right. Sorry, she. It, yeah, so it's like even more like progressive. Yes. Um, yeah. So the Skippy totally friggin' attacks this guy. Takes um, away his net too, because he was that, like, he's taking my net. Hop, hops off with his net, like <laughs> any like bloody carrying off koalas, taking nets. Like I didn't know. Like, if kangaroos ever learn to like put guns in their pouches, we yeah. are screwed. Yeah. yeah, he was. It was one moment away from saying, "Not on my watch." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was right in the middle of like getting yeah. a koala, and he was like, "Fuck no, you're not getting yeah. that one." Oh yeah, like yeah, there was total like if Skippy had an action line, it would have been then. Do we know if, if kangaroos have opposable thumbs as well? Because it's just picking I up a range know. of objects. Yes, I don't think they can pick up these things, but um, it they've got little claws. They can yeah. they can grab, but I don't like. I'd imagine it's just like grass. I don't know. We'll actually, they, we'll have to test. Every it. time you go to an Australian themed gift shop, they do make the most relaxing back scratches. Yes, the kangaroo claw. The kangaroo claw. puts in a bear yeah. claw or an ibis claw. It's always the kangaroo claw, so maybe well, they're, they're the... more versatile than we think. Oh, well, and yeah, like, and if you've ever seen kangaroos, they're really good at scratching their backs with those hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, Skippy gets into one of the guys, and then the guy's like all knocked out, and like the other poachers come up to him and treat him like an idiot because he's like, "Oh, yeah. kangaroo hopped on me, and he took the yeah. And there's like, "You're yeah. stupid." Um, <laughs> so Skippy had also gaslighted him as well as one final yeah. attack. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, so after, after he does his none on my Psych watch, he basically takes the guy and he's like, they'll never believe you. <laughs> Psychological. That's the most vicious blow of all. I know, yeah. He thinks, yeah, his friends basically lose all respect for him. Yeah. Um, Maybe he and, got off the charges later because he could plead insanity. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like a kangaroo attacked me. It's like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, sure yeah. it did. Sure it did. Community service. Yeah. So while the poachers are like going back to check on their mate, Jerry and um, Mark steal the cages that they have on the beach. While they're doing that, they steal the boat. And then the poachers come down to the beach after um, the guy's been attacked, put the cages down and go into the water because the boat's gone and, you know, Say, yeah, where's they, the boat gone? Yeah. And mm. then while while that happens, then Jerry and the others release those caged koalas. Yeah. And, that, and that's when, much oh. less stealthily than Skippy. Sk Skippy really <laughs> needs to teach them how to be stealthy because they basically just do the old... Let's get Aussie, yeah, <laughs> yeah, The old pump roll. It's a pump roll. Break so out in the river. Yeah, they're basically on the shore and they punch out with these three old, like three full grown men. And one guy's a teenager and the other's like obviously a guy in his 20s, like, and yeah. as a chopper pilot. Uh, so, you know, obviously still got some skills. Yeah. And so they have a full on old fisty cuffs, like, you know, proper old 60s 
brawl where they're both like yeah. punching at each other and then they eventually uh overcome the guys and win and then basically the guy that like skippy punched before he's like on the shore and he comes yeah. up and sunny and skippy there like standing like Oh, uh, Skippy's he's just standing over that poster so threateningly. That guy. Just terrifying. He's like, just try it, bitch. Just try it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I just like that scene because it was like when Miyagi trained Daniel Sun. Like eventually there comes a moment where Daniel Sun has to fight his own battles and Miyagi has to step back. And Skippy was just letting those kids have their little yes. pub in the water rather than helping out when she could have just finished the whole thing herself. Like she could have done that the first night. Uh, that yeah. she saw them. Yeah, why'd uh, she waste time with the humans when she has those? <laughs> yeah. I suppose she needs the police to take them away. So yeah, basically they beat up the guys and they win. And then um, uh, yes, yeah, Skippy's like, no, nah, don't try it. And then the guys like, oh, okay, no. And so adventure done. Um, we cut to basically Matt coming back to meet uh, the guys. So Mark and Jerry run out to meet him. And then they, he says, like, you've had a bit of uh, excitement while I was away, hey? And they're like, yeah, you just missed the police. He's like, I saw him on the road um, and your three f- friends or whatever. And so basically he knows the lowdown already. Um, so they don't have to explain anything, I guess. But then they say the poachers work for Mr. St- to Dr. Stark. So yeah. Dr. Stark is... will hold on to that for later episodes because he sounds like a villain. And he said... He says, we'll have to bide our time if we want to catch up with him. I would have liked Dr. Stark cut to him in a chair going, next time. <laughs> next, <laughs> next time. time. <laughs> All right. And then we come to the like the best part of it. Sonny's yeah. like, look, Dad, we got a new park ranger or something like that. And then we cut to Skippy and he's got a little badge. A little special ranger. His, ranger badge yeah, around, around his, his neck. neck. <laughs> and then it cuts... Cuts to uh, credits, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. yeah. Feel good, happy, comedic moment. It's kind of like how Star Trek in the 60s always had that beat at the very end when they are all on the, the deck of the Enterprise, and there's always that like yeah, joke. there's always the tie-up, yeah. Sort of, yeah, a little, yeah. little comedic button at the end. I like that. I think the reverse should happen. Like in every Adam Sandler movie, there should just be one moment of intense tragedy to finish the series. Like just someone dies in the last minute and the, they just, you know, they, what just a, um, they yeah. all just break down crying at the end. Yeah. <laughs> why do, like, why what do we have, have we to wait so many to tragedy? Yeah. It's funny because that's actually what I do after an Adam Sandler movie these yeah. days. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, so basically that was the episode. I thought it was a really good episode just as a overall critique it had yeah action it had lessons um yeah. it had like skippy doing stuff it had the boys doing stuff like i want to see later episodes with matt actually doing something instead of going don't worry about them and then <laughs> basically yeah, okay. all right. you know when you've been in the same government job for 30 years yeah let the other subordinates take it yeah Pretty much yeah. just snickering as he left. He's like, good luck, son. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and he just walks up the road, no car. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I really liked uh, it. And I just sort of thought, um, yeah, the um, the sound effects were funny. And, um, yeah, there was a lot of um, uh, good stuff there. Um, and, yeah, it felt like um, what going back and watching the um, Star Treks and stuff, like it just the production design, 
that being had a solid, in the 60s. It, it had a solid 60s feel. It didn't yes, feel like the crappy 60s show. It actually no. was, it was much comparable to any other show in that Well, period. I was going to note, like, I thought, that, I think as a TV show, it looked really well done. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think. Well, a lot of water shots. I mean, if you think about it, there was heaps of water shots mm. when they when they're on the boat. That's they had underwater that, shots too. Underwater shots. They had working with kids, animals, everything. That probably why they never so many of kangaroos. <laughs> 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 we don't know that. Um, <laughs> no, it's uh, unconfirmed conjecture, but still. <laughs> Ashwin, as uh, you know, you mentioned at the start, coming from New Zealand, Indian heritage as well. What was your impression of this Australiana? Oh yeah, for I, the first time watching it. Yeah, yeah. I it took me to a part of Australia that I didn't even know about. Just a very simple, sunny, classic Australia that I, I never got to see because I first arrived here in '87 as a child, and then we left to grow up in New Zealand. So now Australia is very sort of fast paced. It's smartphones. It's digital. Yeah. It's it's like multicultural, which I'm a part of. But this was like a snapshot of a very simple Aussie culture that I still see referenced. You know, when people talk about the old Australia, like how things used to be. Mm. I feel like I was looking in, appearing into that for a moment. And then it was actually also quite, I just, I enjoyed the simplicity of it, of yes. that world. And I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy the show, but it's just a testament to how you can tell with good storytelling, you can pull people in with just a kangaroo, four or five characters, a little bit of drama, a little bit of conflict. And I actually found it really interesting yeah. for our first episode yeah and a lot, yeah like a lot happens but it's actually like uh very condensed and yeah and i think that's the thing i enjoy most now is the simplicity of the structure of the story but then the story is pretty solid granted they you know obviously like a lot of tv shows you know there's lots of cross stories with it you know taken from other stuff and like i'm sure yeah. flipper would have given them a really good base um, yeah, model. You know, model, model it around. So I think that's why it probably is really good because they had like they could just basically look at Flipper and go, well, we can do this, but make it totally Australian. And after picking it apart, I found it very enjoyable. And um, mm. just also, yeah, watching it after like I haven't watched them in so long, and just uh, having that whole nostalgia thing because um, it is a real slice of life. Yeah. All right. So next week, what's the, what's the next episode, Johnny? The next uh, episode, episode two, is sports car rally. All right. There is a rally going through the park, and animals are in danger of being run over. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, no. oh, what are we done? What are okay. we Skippy driving. Oh yeah. Oh okay. And there are also branches blocking the road. And a, oh geez, this is oh, just Skippy's what were, fast and the furious. What were they just... thinking? Yeah. Okay. All right, so join us next week. Thanks, Thanks guys. Everyone. See ya. Bye. Skippy, 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 skippy